John chapter number 8, verse number 32 is where we will begin reading. And we're just going to read this one verse of Scripture. John 8, 32. For the Bible says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth, somebody say the truth. The truth is what's going to make you, somebody say free. That's why I want to speak to you today. I want to speak to you about that word, free. About that word, free. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us together one more time. God, this is your church. These are your people. We are your sheep. I am your vessel. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Help me, Lord, to speak every word that is intended. And help me, God, that my flesh will not get in the way. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. If you're ready to receive the word, you may be seated. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The Bible says in John 8, starting at verse number 23, it says, And he said, this is Jesus speaking, and he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am from above. Jesus continues to say in verse number 23 in John 8, Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. He goes on to say, I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if ye believe not that I am he. Now if you are reading in your Bibles and following along because I don't believe the screen will properly show that the word he is italicized. And meaning that whenever you find a word in scripture that is italicized, that means the author added the word into the scriptures. That the proper definition or proper saying or proper verbiage is not, the word he is not needed. For Jesus said, for if you believe not that, somebody say, I am. Well, this is very important here because he was at it. So that means Jesus Christ was letting the people know that if you don't believe that I am, you shall die in your sins. Why is this important? Why is this relevant? Well, verse number 25 goes on to say that then said they unto him, who are you? Who art thou? And Jesus said unto them, even the same that I said unto you from the, somebody say, beginning. I am the same one that spoke to you from the beginning. Now, if we can take those words from the beginning and put that together with verse number 24 when he says, if you don't believe that I am, because I am is who I told you who I was in the beginning. We can find that and understand that, that Jesus is now giving them understanding that I am the manifestation of God. I am God Almighty in the flesh. He is trying to give them understanding that when you see me, you see the Father. That God and I are 
1. So he says, when you are understanding this, that unless you believe on me, you will die in your sins unless you believe that I am. If you don't, you will die in your sins. They say, well, who are you? Can you explain this even further? So he goes on to say in the very next verse, I'm the same one that said unto you from the beginning. So we find in Exodus, go to Exodus chapter number three, starting at verse number 14, where it says, and God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, thus, uh, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. So these are the same words that now Jesus is professing to the people that unless you believe not that I am, you will die in your sins. So Jesus was proclaiming right there in front of of their face that I am he I am the one that you are looking at that brought your fathers out of Egypt I am the one that when they came up to the Red Sea I am the one that when they didn't know which way to turn I opened up the Red Sea I allowed them to walk across on dry land and even I allowed them when they didn't know what to do as the Egyptian uh, Pharaoh's army was following after them I allowed that to happen I allowed them to walk across on dry land and then I allowed Pharaoh's army to come so then I can wash them away isn't it amazing how the Lord performed a baptism even in that day because the Lord said who you see now you will see no more you don't have to worry about your past anymore so he allowed their past to walk under the water so that their past can be washed away in water that's why I'm thankful when I'm baptized in the name of Jesus Christ uh, that my past is washed away in the water Jesus is letting them know I am the one that allowed that to happen. And I can go a little further. I am the one when they came up against the walls of Jericho that were 20 to 25 feet high, 20 feet thick. They didn't know what to do. They didn't have to lift one finger. But I brought down every wall and they fell down flat. I am the one that did that. And all they had to do was march and praise me. March and praise me. Somebody needs to get that into their spirit. Uh, you're looking at your mountain that's in front of you. You're looking at a thick wall that's in front of you. You don't know how it's going to come down. Well, Jesus is trying to get someone's attention today. While you're standing in the midst of uncertainty, you ought to just march and praise him. Walk around your home and praise him. Walk around your house and praise him. Begin to walk by faith and praise him. Oh, somebody's not getting it. Uh, but you need to get that into your spirit. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. God's saying you need to learn how to march and worship. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Amen. He says, I am he. I am he. I am the one that did all of that. And I am the one that is standing before you right now. The Bible says in John 8 verse number 30. He says, and as he spake these words, many people believed on him. Someone today, someone is going to be set free today. I truly believe that. But it's going to start in your belief. 
You shall be set free today in your mind and in your spirit. But in order for you to be set free, you must believe that you can and will be set free. The word free is becoming a word each one of us should cherish. People long before us and some here today have fought for our freedom and many have lost their lives for the sake of freedom. The COVID-19 pandemic doesn't just threaten people's health. It is also threatening people's civil liberties across the globe. Even before this crisis, democracy was on the decline worldwide. According to Freedom House, which Freedom House is a U.S.-based, U.S. governmental, uh, government-funded, nonprofit organization that conducts research on democracy, political freedom, and human rights. According to them, since 2006, nearly twice as many countries become less democratic than have seen than we have seen their democracies improve. The COVID-19 pandemic is threatening to accelerate this troubling trend. While restrictions on freedom of assembly are causing most people to believe it is inevitable under the circumstances, many countries have gone well beyond this in terms of restricting democratic liberties. In China, I talked about this a little bit last Sunday evening, in China citizens have been required to install tracking software on their smartphones. The software shares location data with law enforcement. In Israel, the police are now allowed to use cell phone data to track the locations of those suspected of being infected. Listen to this now. Suspected of being infected with no court order required. Even in Poland, the government is using facial recognition technology to track people's movements. But it's going to hit home very, very soon, because oftentimes we look at other countries and say, this is what they're doing, but it will never happen in the U.S. Well, listen to this. Here in the United States, an army of drones, drones will soon be monitoring compliance with social distancing orders. These drones are going to alert. This is already being set in place right now. This is soon, they're trying to implement this very soon. These drones are going to alert people who are too close to each other, or too close to each other from and trying to eliminate the congregating. Now, I don't know how that is going to be possible as far as the alerting. I know they can fly very high, but I, just, I can just see how people will quickly pull them down or shoot them down. Uh, so I'll be curious to see how that plays out because I'm sure that will take place very quickly. But there was a price paid for our American freedom. So I'm all to say amen. We should never take this freedom for granted. I think we ought to clap our hands right there. Mm -hmm. Never take this freedom for granted. We must cherish our right to assemble and our freedom to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We ought to clap our hands right there as well. Why is this important? Because there was also a price 
paid for our salvation freedom. For the Bible says in John 8 verse number 28, Then said Jesus unto them, speaking to the same crowd of people that didn't believe he was the Messiah. Jesus said unto them, When he, when ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that, somebody say, I am. He shall know that I am. See, these words were spoken. These words were spoken right out of Jesus' mouth saying, when I am lifted up, speaking of the cross, when he is to come to the cross, when he is to be crucified, you shall know that I am. There it is again. I am. He being at it. And we find these words to ring so true in the book of Mark chapter number 15. If you go to Mark 15, starting at verse number 37. It says, and Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, truly, this man was the son of of God. And so now the very words that Jesus had spoken saying when I am lifted up, you're going to know who I am. And now we find here in another writer in another book here in Mark where those words become true. Now Jesus here has now died on the cross and now one of them has noticed that this was the son of God. But the interesting thing about what now has took place is that now this man has realized I have come to an understanding of something that is now too late. I had an opportunity to dwell with him while he was here on earth. I had an opportunity to walk with him and learn from him and be humble unto him while he was here on earth. But now I have realized that it is too late. I have realized now who he is, even though he was trying to tell us the whole time who he was. He was trying to reveal to us that I am he that was from the beginning. And now here he is, he's dead, hanging on a cross, seeing that truly this man was who he said he was. I'm trying to help somebody today that the truth is going to make you free. I'm here preaching truth today. And if you don't receive it, you shall not be free. But if you receive the words that I'm telling you, you shall be set free in your mind body and somebody say spirit it's not too late it's not too late the Lord is still present and he's still here amongst us if you feel the presence of the Lord you ought to respond based on how you feel some of you are bound in your mind it's not too late some of you are bound in your spirit it's not too late but you can be set free well I feel like preaching just for a moment because I need somebody to shout free you're going to be free in your mind if you believe you're going to be free in your spirit if you believe you can break free from every chain if you believe 
There were people in that day that did not believe. There are people that live today that did not believe. There are people that sitting around you that still don't believe. You cannot let them hinder your belief. Just because you don't believe I can be healed doesn't mean God can't heal me. Just because you don't believe I can be set free doesn't mean God can't set me free. Just because you don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God can fill me with the Holy Ghost. Just because you don't believe don't stop my belief. Somebody shout free. I believe in freedom. I believe a price was paid for our American rights and freedom. I thank the Lord for that. But a price was paid for our salvation. The Lord did not come, robe himself in flesh, die on a cross for nothing. No, but he came and did that for you and I. It's for us to be free. See, it's hard to tell a group of Americans that can be spoiled, amen, that can be spoiled, that we can be set free because many people would think, well, what am I being set free from? I have everything I need. I've got roof over my head, clothes on my back. I got food on my table. I can come and go as I please. But see, God didn't come for that type of freedom. Yeah, he didn't come for that type of freedom because what we think is free, we're actually bound by it. Uh huh. The very things that we say this is freedom and I can do this and do that and have that and have this. See, you're actually being bound by the things that we call freedom because you are putting all of your hope, all of your trust in something that will perish and fade away. You're putting all of your hope in things that are that is not going to last. The only thing that is going to last is what you do for Christ. That is the only thing that will last. But see, we can be bound by the things that we consider freedom. The air that we breathe, the streets that we walk down, the things that we have and we can grab hold of at any time that we want. We say we are free. And I thank God for those freedoms. But I'm here preaching today about salvation freedom. I'm here preaching about an eternal God that wants to bring you out of sin. See, we can have freedoms but be bound by trouble. We can have freedoms but be bound by sin. We can have freedoms but be bound by things that people have done to us. Oh yes we can. Uh huh. Other people that have done things to us, we're bound by those things and we can't break free from those things so we're bound in our mind. We're bound in our heart. Are y'all hearing me preach this morning? We're bound in our spirit. We're bound by things and we don't even realize we're bound. We're wondering why we can't move forward in Christ. That's because we got other people's thoughts and opinions steady pulling on our hotel and we call ourselves free you're not really free we live in the land of the free but God is trying to take us from this land to glory and in order to get from this land to glory you've got to be set free by God how does he set you free you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ you get filled with the Holy Ghost he sets you free Ah, I feel so good in my spirit, and I want to preach this thing how I feel it, but you've got to understand the urgency that I'm preaching with. I'm preaching with such an urgency uh, because we have people and children of God that are bound in a free land. We say that we're free, but we're bound. We say that we're free, but we're bound. We say, I'm going to say that again. We say we're free, but we're bound. We have so many people bound by so much trouble and chaos and 
and things that are just hurting us. I feel this so strong in my spirit. There's so many things just going on in our heart, in our minds, in our spirit, and it has us so tangled up that we can't even realize that God is working things out for our good because we're so entangled with the things that we're dealing with right now. But we don't see the outcome. The Lord is trying to get us to lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the Bible says, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? It's the Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. He is the king of glory. So if you want glory, let the Lord fight. If you want glory, let the Lord fight your battle. I said, if you want to receive it, if you want to see it, we have to allow the Lord to do it in order to be, somebody say, free. Our adversary wants to keep us bound by sin, bound to depression, bound with a lack of belief. And many of you feel that you're in a fiery furnace, a fiery trial. I want you to understand something. That even in the midst of the fire, the Lord will be there with you. He did it for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The Bible says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not bow. Uh-huh. Would not bow. That's a principle we need to learn. He, they would not bow because Nebuchadnezzar set up a statue, a very large statue that he considers he done well. That's in scripture, by the way. <laughs> I built it well, the, the Bible says. <laughs> and so you need to understand how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three Hebrew boys, as we know them, as many of you know them, how they approach this situation. How every time the music went forth, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not bow, even though everyone else bowed to the music that was to be played and was to bow to this idol. Mm -hmm. And so the, now we understand that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was brought before Nebuchadnezzar. He says, now what is going on here? You mean to tell me that you're not bowing? When I made this statue, whenever you hear the music, you're supposed to bow. So what is going on? You know that if you don't bow, you're going to be tossed into the fiery furnace. And see, the enemy can threaten us like that. When we're going through certain things and the government, the world, issues of life is trying to get us to bow. And if we refuse not to bow, he says, well, I'm going to just turn the heat up a little bit. Has anybody felt the heat being turned up in your life? You felt the heat being turned up? You feel like now, I'm going to just turn up the heat a little bit. You don't want to bow? I'm going to make you bow. You don't want to give in? I'm going to make you give in. Because that's what the devil does. Uh -huh. The thief comes not John 10 10 but to steal kill and to destroy see the enemy will do everything he can to turn up the heat he'll turn it up in your life he'll turn it up in your home he'll turn it up with your children oh I know I'm preaching right now he'll turn it up on your job he'll keep cranking up that heat until eventually you say you know what I'm tired of this I don't want to go to church anymore I don't want to do this anymore I'm just throwing in a towel I don't want to give my life to God anymore it's too hard everybody's against me that's what the devil wants. He wants you to bow like everybody else. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, I'm not bowing. Matter of fact, they looked at that king in the face and said, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. That means I don't even have to think about this. I don't care if everybody else is bowing. I don't care if everybody else is giving in. I'm going to stand with Jesus. 
Hallelujah. I don't care if the whole world gives in. You know we are headed down that path. We're headed down a path where the whole world is going to give in to Satan's ways. But I wonder if I've got a church. I wonder if I've got a group of people that says I'm not bowing, but I'm standing on the word of God. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to tell somebody today, don't be afraid of the fire. Don't be afraid of the fire because the fire is coming, but don't be afraid of it. The heat is coming. Some of you can feel it right now. Some of y'all feet on fire right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your feet's on fire. You feel like your legs, your knees, you're on fire. Some of you are all the way up to your shoulders. You're hurting. No, that was what you did yesterday. Uh-huh. Some of y'all was doing too much. That's what's going on. Uh, but some of us need to understand that the fire will come and the fire is upon us but don't be afraid of the fire because when you stand firm on Jesus Christ when you stand up for him he will stand with you because when they threw them Hebrew boys in that fire oh Nebuchadnezzar looked and said didn't we throw three of them in there why do I see four and one of them looks like the son of God because Jesus will appear when you need him the most. Jesus will be here with you when you need him the most. Am I preaching to anybody that needs Jesus the most right now? I need him to come in and stand with me. I need him to come in and be with me. Jesus will be there. Somebody clap your hands and magnify. Hallelujah. Was right there with you and because he stood there with them they walked out free <laughs> they walked out free they went in the fire bound but God set them free but even though they walked in bound they still stood for what they believed in. Oh, y'all, y'all missed that right there. Uh-huh. The enemy will try to bind you any way that he can. You can bind me and do whatever you think you can do to try to get me to bow, but I'm still standing for Jesus. You can look at me in my face and say, I don't like your preaching. I'm preaching Jesus. I don't like the way you teach. I teach Jesus. I don't like what you stand for. I stand with Jesus. And as long as I'm pleasing the Lord, I can't worry about what other people think about me. I can't worry about what other people say about me but as long as I stand for Jesus Christ as long as I preach this word I must worry about no one some of you need to receive that because some of you go back to homes that don't like what I'm talking about. Some of you go back to jobs that don't like what I'm talking about. Some of you are having discussions uh, that don't like what I'm talking about. But you must stand on God's word. You must please the Lord. You must seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Don't worry about what man is telling you. You worry about how God is looking upon you because if God is pleasing with my life, He'll take care of everything. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I need somebody to know today that you shall 
be set free. I'm preaching about freedom today. We live in a world that is trying to take away all of our liberal rights. I can preach about that a long time right now, but I want to stick to what I've, I feel the Lord has given me for somebody here today. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you need to receive this in your spirit. Don't walk out of here bound. Don't walk out of here thinking that you are bound when you can be loosed. Come against that spirit of depression. Be free in your mind. Come against the strong spirit of anxiety that is running rampant in our world right now. I come against that spirit. Every individual that is in the house of the Lord, be loosed by the spirit of God. I come against that spirit of torment. I, feel a, I was feeling this the other day. I was talking to my wife about it. I said, Sister Robinson, I feel such a strong, tormenting spirit that is happening with the people of God. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt that so strong that the enemy is trying to torment people. Uh, uh -huh. He's doing everything he can to try to get you to pull out. Just pull away. Just pull away. Uh -huh. He's tormenting you at night. He's tormenting your home. People are losing sleep every single day. You're wrestling and wrestling. Wondering why you're up at 4 or 5 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. You know you shouldn't be. You know in times past you were sound asleep, got good rest. But now the Lord is tormenting your mind. Uh, excuse me, now the enemy's tormenting your mind. He's coming against you, cause you to wake up out of the middle of the night just thinking about random things, things that you know that you cannot control, things you know you can't fix it. But I'm telling you, God has come today to tell me he's going to set you free. He wants to give you peace. I'm going to say that again. He wants to give you peace. I read in my Bible that he is the prince of peace and that he is our counselor. God wants to speak to somebody today and he wants to tell you, have peace, honey. Have peace, child. Have peace, son. Have peace, daughter. is so strong in my spirit because I know that the Lord is able to set somebody somebody say free I feel the Holy Ghost right now let's lift our hands right now to the Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on I feel freedom in the house right now where the spirit of the Lord is where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on, I feel a loosing in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel a loosing in the spirit right now. I feel a loosing in the Holy Ghost. Come on, come on, we're going, we're going to entertain this spirit right now. Oh God, sweep through this place. Sweep through this place. Speak to someone's heart here today. Minister to someone's needs here today. Somebody here is bound. I pray in the name of Jesus that they may be set free. Come on, come on. Come on, push in the spirit. Push in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. Be set free. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That devil's a liar. Come on, free your mind right now. Free your mind right now. Free yourself in the spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak peace over every individual. I speak peace in their home. Peace over their job. Peace over their children. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you are so close to freedom, you don't even realize it. I'm going to say that again. Some of you are so close to freedom and you don't even realize it. Pilate, as he was questioning Jesus right before he brought him before the crowd to make them choose, who are they going to choose, Barabbas or Christ or Jesus. Pilate looked at truth in the face. He looked at the Savior in the face and even asked the question, what? is truth. Pilate didn't even understand and know that he was looking at truth in the face. He was that close to truth and didn't even realize it. I've come to preach to somebody today. You are this close to freedom. You're this close to freedom. You don't even realize it. You're looking at freedom in the face and don't even realize it. You are in the presence of an almighty God that is able to set you free and you don't even realize it. I just wonder right now if we would stand to our feet, if we would lift our hands and receive what the Lord has for you. I said begin to receive what the Lord has for you. Come on, begin to receive what the Lord has for you. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Someone is one step away from freedom. Someone's one step away, one step of faith from their breakthrough, one step of faith from their miracle, one step of faith from their deliverance, one step of faith from their healing, one step of faith in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Church, I, I don't want to walk you through what you should do. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to walk you through. I don't want to walk you through it. Today is a day that individuals must make a choice. I'm preaching to individuals today. Because everybody doesn't want to be set free. They speak it out of their mouth, but it's not the intent of their heart. I'm talking to people that really want to be set free. You're tired of the way you're feeling. You're tired of this mold and this, the things that's going through. You, you're tired of the way. You're, you're sick of it. And you're being bound by it. It's hindering your walk with God. It's hindering your worship. I don't want to walk you through what you feel and what you think you need to do right now. All I'm saying is do it. Whatever you need to do to receive freedom, I'm challenging you to do it. Every hand raised, every head bow. 